I'm a cat mom. I want more. They're so easy. I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Abundant Beans Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie O'Kane. This is our last episode in our mini-series highlighting our successes and helping our clients claim and receive employee retention credits. To date, we have completed filings claiming $1.5 million in credits. For a quick refresher on how the employee retention credits work, the employee retention credit is a refundable payroll tax credit for eligible businesses that meet one of the following tests. Test one, the business had fully or partially suspended operations due to specific orders from a government agency. Number two, the test, the business experienced a significant decline in gross receipts. And number three, the business qualifies as a recovery startup business. Again, you only have to qualify under one of those tests. Our fourth case study is an established veterinary practice in Pennsylvania. Did you know that I don't know how to spell Pennsylvania? Now you know. The practice had, has one location with an average of 23 employees, including the owners. Let's walk through the steps we took to determine if the client was eligible for the credits. Steps are the same as the last ones. Decline in revenue test. This client had an increase in revenues yet again for every quarter. All right, fine, test two. Government orders. Again, a labyrinth of orders. The applicable orders were under the authority of the Pennsylvania State Board of Veterinary Medicine. Again, it could come from anywhere. And they included the adoption of the AVMA guidelines. The AVMA is the American Veterinary Management Association. I believe there's a lot of acronyms. I'm not sure for sure on that one. The guidelines in themselves are not directive, but the Pennsylvania State Board included a provision for disciplinary action for failure to adopt the guidelines, making them directive. Do you see, if you've you've listened through all of these, we need directives and we need specific mandates. Again, we must prove that these mandates created an impact on the operations. The client completed our spreadsheet with their appointment hours and staff hour breakdowns for us. We did our analysis. And again, they had more than a nominal effect on this data during the applicable mandate period. For this client, there was more than nominal effect on appointment hours for the entire period they were under the mandates. These are just gold. I love them so much. Then we calculated the credits for the applicable periods and optimized for any PPP loan overlap. Again, can't double dip on those wages. And this client was able to claim 276,000 in credits over five quarters. This client, we did this back in October and she is now getting all of her checks. That's the fun part. Want to know more about the employee retention credits? Visit our website at abundantbeans.com ERC. And let us know if you like this series and would like us to do more of these. And until next time, be abundant. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant.